Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Playback. Guys, this is the entertainment capital of the world. I'll give you three weeks to get this show up and running. Johnny, you're going to be working with the number one choreographer in Red Shore City. Yuck. That is rubbish. So bad. Oh, he's freaking me out. Tippitos. Tippitos. I don't see your tippitos. My love is like a rocket watch I'm really having second thoughts about this. I can't do this. Can I try? This girl is on fire. This girl is on fire. You're terrific. But can she act? Take that, you nasty alien monster. Did I do good? Oh, boy. You have no idea what you're getting into. <laughs> Whatever podunk town they crawled out of, that's where they belong. I got you. We cannot let that bully steal our hopes and dreams. Guts, faith, these are the things you need now. Good evening. It is my pleasure to present to you a brand new show featuring the return of Clay Calloway. The journey of a lifetime is about to begin. Music icon Bono and sing to writer-director Garth Jennings join us today for a special episode of Behind the Screen. The sequel to Jennings' 2016 crowd-pleaser from Illumination and Universal, Sing 2 features a returning voice cast including Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, and Scarlett Johansson. Bono plays Clay Calloway, a reclusive rock star who has stopped singing. The movie, which hits theaters December 22nd, also features Your Song Saved My Life, a new original song from U2 written especially for the movie, as well as several U2 classics, like I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I'm Carolyn Giardina. Welcome to The Hollywood Reporter's Behind the Screen. Welcome. Congratulations on the film, on your original song, and thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here. We're very happy to be here, and it's a great joy to hang out with Garth at any time. Um, <laughs> and, and to meet you is a great excuse uh, also. Thank you very much, Caroline. Great to meet you, too. So why don't we start with how the project came together and, Bono, how you got involved? 
Mm. No, you know, there's nothing childish uh, about these kids' films. They've always interested me, animations. And, but I, I, I fell for this project because I fell under the spell of, of its creator. Um, I saw Garth's movie in Sundance, um, Son of Rambo. And mm. it just really just, just knocked me out. And, and I, I, I think there might've been a very brief exchange about the film at some point, but when I got a call from, from, from Garth, I was ready to take it. I was a fan of his Radiohead videos and stuff like that, but um, yeah, I'm a fan of his. So that's, that's when I got the call, November, 2018. And uh, he Gosh, said, is it really yeah. that long? Is it that yeah. long? Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So Garth, had you, had you already started writing and um, did you have the character in mind? Yes, I'd be begun writing, but the character was very much sort of sketched out. It wasn't fully fleshed out or fully written. It was, we had this idea for the character that he was a rock star, become a recluse. Um, and, um, and the, the, the goal was to find a way to, you know, touch him enough so that he would come back and re-engage with the world he'd left behind. Um, but, and then, so I was, so it was a kind of, it was an open area, sort of a, a sort of vessel for this character. And then when I first talked with Bono about it, you were in Beverly Hills somewhere, I think. And, um, we just had this lovely, long, passionate, enthusiastic conversation about music. And about what it could be and what it, the, how it can heal and um, what it could do for a character like this. Um, and, it, and it was just lovely talking to you anyway, it's always ridiculously good fun. But that just, just on that subject of music and what it would mean to a character like this, that was thrilling. And being able to take what Bono knows about that world and infuse that into this story. I'm sure that was a personal one for you. Yeah, you know, is. I mean, I, in one sense, I think uh, Garth thought he had a victim uh, in me. You know, he was going to, <laughs> he thought, oh, I know a rock star who might work for this role. You know, he's a kind of uh, badass misanthrope who fires <laughs> paintball guns at kids. And, and, <laughs> and I do all of that, actually. But I think, but I think probably, and I do live, uh, you know, in a, in a, in a house surrounded by trees, but the, and I do have a fence, but it is not electrified. And, uh, but I think you know he. I, I think he became the victim because I am very interested in 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 singing. You know, I don't understand what I do really, and so I'm very keen to find out what it is. And and it's a subject I've you know I've talked about all my life really and why people become singers and you know some sing for a living and some sing in a certain sense to stay alive to survive and um so i i, I it was it was an opportunity he asked me very seriously about why i was the singer and and, and why somebody might stop singing and of course the other reason i'm attracted to this character very irish of me as well as all the messiness and the fun of playing Clay Calloway, it's uh, it's a it's about grief, really. 
because grief can distort a person and dry up the voice of a singer um or it can give voice to a singer but it's a it's a you know grief is a very powerful um very powerful thing and i suggested um to garth that that's probably why um clay was a recluse because he lost his muse he lost his reason to sing and no amount of success can bribe your way out of that position um, um, you, you know, you, you, you sing for a different reason at a certain point. And, um, and I think that's, that's the essence of the, the mystery at the heart of this film is how do we get this singer to sing again? And, and there's all this, this sort of singing and dancing extravaganza around, but of course takes the Irish fella to want to talk all this fun, all this humor, all this mischief. He wants to talk about grief. You know, he's going, even even when he's playing an animated character, we can't <laughs> we can't shut him up talking about you know this Irish stuff. So so talk about formulating the character. Was he always a lion? Uh, did you design him after Bono came on board? And what were some of the characteristics that you kind of worked on together? Well, there was definitely a. A, des- uh, a desire for it to be a lion first and foremost. It just felt like that, you know, d- d- for a legendary, you know, epic character to walk back on stage, it should be the most magnificent creature we could, you know, and we hadn't had one of those in the first film. So it was great that it was new and big and impressive. And, um, and then, you know, even when we were uh, Redato who designed the costumes, you know, they'd seen you on stage. We've all seen you on stage. I was like, okay, we have to give him this sort of, great outfit for the end you know when he's at home he's just in a kind of regular jeans and and stuff but on stage he has to have something iconic it has to feel like this guy that we've been missing is coming back but all the way you've always been sort of interested what's interesting with Bonnie's very interested in the process and you've wanted to see as it's gone along most people are happy to see it when it's done but you were it was interesting how much you wanted to know and see how the character is going to be played and how it would look and feel and um and I've loved sharing it with you because because you you are a new set of eyes, and really understood what we were going for. You see, I'm not quite sure that Garth exists. I think he might be. A <laughs> I think he might be a bit of a fictional character himself. And <laughs> and you know, there is this thing when you know creativity uh, is where you know adults get to be kids, and there's a part of us both, I think, that isn't grown up properly. And um, and not just the obvious um, huh. ways, but, you know, there's, I, I just, I love this idea of, you know, this kind of playpen that he, that Garth makes of every room you're in with him. It's just fun. And he jumps off, he plays all the characters himself. Yeah, I'm sure he'd do a better Clay Calloway than me, which is very, very annoying. But, but, um, <laughs> But uh, but I think that I, I I was interested in the process. You know, I often think, is there you know what it's 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 a joke I made up once. What do you call a person who, when they see um, the doves being put up the sleeves of the jacket and the rabbit being put in the hat, are still surprised when they come out at the end of the sh- of the of the act? Answer: A magician. 
magicians are fascinated by their own tricks. And, and I love to see how these things, you know, get up off the page. And, and I, you know, it's, and I like to think, yes, I played a role when I'm trying to impress my kids. I said, well, I kind of helped in the shape of, of Clay Calloway. I developed this kind of talk and I, you know, and I know a thing about grief. So, you know, I can, I got, I got there, but the truth is, is that, you know, I might've shaped a tiny bit of character with, uh, of Clay with Garth, but he also shaped the song because it, Directly out of that conversation with him walking the reservoir at the back of Beverly Hills, well, I can't remember which reservoir, and just went round and round and round, came this song. And I played with the idea of, of, uh, of singing. It turns up in my work, and uh, it's a subject I'm familiar with, but I wanted to just get it into one song, and I thought, God, could this be it? Is this, is this, is this what... Clay Calloway affords me the chance to write that song, the song that unlocks singing. And, and of course, I, I've never met a rock and roll star who isn't a fan. It's the funniest thing. You know, the biggest star fuckers, as we know in our business, are stars. And it's just, you know, we're kind of obsessed with each other. So, so singing, um, it, 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 the, the reason you sing and the reason you might run out or run out of your voice, the reason the lion loses his roar, it's, it's, it's an obsession of all singers. So I just used him as a chance to, to, to work it out. And, and yeah. And, and of course I was dropped on my head when I was a baby. Uh, and I can tell you <laughs> about that as well. If you're interested, <laughs> probably not. I'm so sorry. Fuck. Even playing, even playing an animated character. No, it's not right. I, I do apologize, but I, you know, it's, it's method. It's just the method. Stanislavski. That's how I got there. <laughs> I remember that when you first played that song, I because I couldn't believe you'd just done it. You were just like, oh, by the way, I've written that song. Do you remember that when you played it to me? And can you imagine, though, from my point of view, you turning up and saying, here, here's the song. And you'd done everything you talked about. And all I could, I was, I was quite overcome, to be honest, A, because of the act of what you'd done, but also the song itself. I could completely see the end of the movie. The last three minutes, I'm like, oh, that's going to carry us out of this film. That doesn't ever happen. <laughs> Nothing arrives on a plate like that. And I was very moved in that moment. I remember, it's like, oh, hold it together, James. You're in front of everyone. Don't look like a fool now. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I, I, I'm very happy to look like a fool for you because I, as this happens, Caroline, a lot, which is when you, when you write a song, you, you, know, you, you can't stop playing it to people. Um, so I, I play it to anyone, people, you know, the taxi man, you know, the people who, drop off the bread and cheese, you know, everybody, <laughs> everybody gets to hear the song. Uh, but everyone knew something had happened. The band, um, Edge had had these chords he was really excited about. And he was kind of waiting for this, for the right occasion. So this idea became that. And then Adam and Larry, as I say, you know, rooted it. Um, 
you know, earthed it, if you like. Um, and it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to play it live. Um, I really would like to see if it, if it means as much to, you know, to, to an audience, uh, to sing it to an audience is, will be a very powerful thing because to tell an audience that, that they, you know, they're, there's, you know, they've, they've saved your life. That's the way I feel when I, when I, when I became, when I got discovered my voice, as we actors say, um, but it was, it was the Ramones, you know, um, punk rock band out of Queens in New York. And Joey Ramone, you know, offered me a miracle, which is I, I learned to sing through kind of imitating him because my voice wasn't an obvious rock voice. And he didn't seem to mind singing like it, you know, in a feminine way, um, uh, Joey Ramone. And, and I, you know, it saved my life. It's the reason I'm here talking with you. It's a, I don't know what would have happened to my life. Um, and <clears throat> another thing about you know, the, the whole, this whole thing, it, it, not to go on about it too much, but I will, um, is it, singing is very, very important to lots of people, even who are not singing in bands or singing in, in, the, in the local bar. People sing in the car, in the bath, walking around and music means so much to people. And I very nearly didn't get to music because I wasn't able to play as a kid. And I, you know, my mother, I don't know if I should say this, but you know, they, they got rid of the piano out of the house. And I was like, uh, I tried. And my mother's no room for that here. No, that's your granny's. No, there's no room. And and then I went. I don't know if I've told you this, Garth. Uh, forgive me, forgive me, Caroline. But I I went to this school called St Patrick's Cathedral Grammar School um, briefly, and they were famous for a boys' choir. And I, my mother brought me to see the headmaster and to do the interview, and uh, and he was telling us about school. And I'm sitting there. I was you know ten or eleven, and. Uh, and he said, you know, we've got a we've got a choir here. It's kind of, you know, quite a famous internationally renowned boys choir, the St. Patrick's Boys Choir. Um, uh, you're, you're not at all interested in singing, are you? And I just I, I felt everything just shake. I just I could just I didn't know what to say. I, I, I knew this is the only thing I wanted to do in my life. but I'd never been able to admit it to anybody. And my mother just saw my discomfort. She went, no, not at all. He's not interested in singing at all. But he'd like, but he'd like to go to the school. And, um, and there it just went by, you know, it's just like there it was. And I, my, I, my mother, it's not that she wasn't, you know, in, in touch with her son or anything. She's just trying to help me out. She was a very practical woman. And um, so there you go. So how did you begin then? Well, Again, um, not to, to turn you into a therapist, Caroline, but um, it's quite, I've learned to depend on other people. You see, I'm in a band, so I've got Edge, he's an incredible, you know, genius musician. I've got Adam, I've got Larry. Now, that's an amazing thing, but it also it's really frustrating for me because I'm depending on other people. 
And there's a part of me, that macho Irish bit, that doesn't like depending on other people. And I, and I wish that I was a better pianist. I wish I was a better guitar player. You know, and, and occasionally I'll be asking the band to play something. You know, would you try and play it like this? And just the thing I'm hearing in my head. And they'll just, you know, pull off the bass guitar. Or even they just don't know, here, you fucking play it. <laughs> you know, knowing I can't. But so, look, it's, it's you know, and we're doing... Um, I don't know if this is the moment to be talking about education through music. Is it, Garth? Because we're, I don't know if we've announced that yet, but we want to make as part of the whole campaign, Caroline, we, we want to make it possible for people who, to, to send their stories of how, you know, music teacher saved their ass and, and got them singing. And we want to create bursaries for people who want to, um, to learn music and you uh, two has in Ireland, we've got a whole thing called music generation. We've about 50,000 Irish people get lessons uh, through this. Um, but in America, we're going to do something through the film. So sing it's, Oh, it's, it's just a, it's such a, a light footed idea, this musical song and dance extravaganza, but it's got all these different sides to it now. So yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's talk a little bit more about education through music. So tell us a little bit about the organization. And uh, I know you already released um, a music video of your song, including that group. Talking about the video, I've not been, that's all been more in the, in the U2 camp though. That's coming from that side. No, yes, very much in harmony with the film. And it's great that it's, it's building on those themes that we love about, you know, songs saving our lives and the importance of music. But the music but no, through education yeah. stuff, Don't Illumination, everyone wants to get involved in making this accessible music um, lessons. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a big deal. It's, it's in New York, it's in California, uh, it's, it's growing all over the country. And it's just a, a, an amazing organization that, um, sort of introduces people to music educators and sort of, so that if I think back to myself, age 10 or 11 in St. Patrick's, um, absent of music um, and really wanting to, well, we're trying to make it easier for people. That's really the idea behind education through music. Now, you also, uh, a few years ago, released 60 Songs That Saved My Life. Bono, do you want to talk a little bit about that? And how did that influence your work on this song for the movie? Well, it came out of the song from the movie. I was already, it was my birthday. And I, I thought it was the right thing to do, you know, was to write about all these songs that had, not just songs that I enjoyed, but or, you know, I had loved over the years, but really songs I couldn't live without. You know, I really felt I couldn't live without them. And 
and now changes that list changes um and you know like i just heard a song i don't even remember it was on my on the list yeah it was actually it was um massive attacks um keep my baby safe from harm oh yeah that's yeah that's been on my mind through um coronavirus and thinking about kids going out to school you know and school teachers and the risk they take with kids and and you know these songs um get under your skin you know um one of my favorite songs is amazing grace and like that that song just blows my mind and it's it was written by a slave trader you know one of the most despicable human beings and he he realized uh, what he was part of and he changed his, his, his life. And then my other song that I love, which I, when I think of when I think of the other, I don't know why, is Chris Christopherson's Help Me Make It Through the Night. And that's just one of the great, that is amazing, Grace, just in a different um, guise. But yeah, these songs got me through a lot. David Bowie, I just, I, there's probably 10 David Bowie songs but you know um that billy eilish song everything I ever wanted when i heard that that's i just i couldn't i couldn't breathe you know it was like it was it was just uh, and suddenly you can just we just felt this uh you know i felt felt so i uh, felt like i'd fallen inside a song so it can it's still happening it's not just songs from my earlier life you know um there are newer songs uh, that mean so much to me. Uh, have you heard, has anyone heard Brandy Carlisle's The Joke? It's just, it, it's just a treat. If you, it's, it's really one of the greatest songs of the last 10 years. And that, that's, that song saved my life. So the, the list changes all the time, Caroline. What, what, what about you, Garth? Is there a song that really saved your life? Well, it's definitely, like you said, it's a list that changes all the time. I remember going through a very, very difficult patch and there was a song by a Radiohead called Staircase. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even on the album, but I think it was a separate thing. And it was just, a, it just came at a time and uh, I couldn't stop playing it. It was almost, I, it, I, I almost needed it to be on all the time. Because when it was on, I felt sort of buoyant. I felt kind of supported. And I was very fragile at that time. And um, there are other songs that have done that through the years. And even like this year, there's a band from your neck of the woods, Fontaine's DC. Do you no, know um, they're Dublin. Yeah, you bet. they're from Ireland. They're they're our they're our mates. We love them. Oh, there's um, you know, uh, it's uh, Hero's Death, the the title track of the album. That lit is like a sort of just so defiant and so positive, and uh, I can't. This is too play real that for enough. you. It's too real for you. <laughs> it's great. They're amazing. And that does also, even when I'm like now I'm on my own in a hotel room a lot of the time and it, you get these sort of quiet, weird moments where you're not quite anywhere. And a song like that really can take care of you. Yeah. What about you, Caroline? What's, is there, is there a song that you, you've held on to in a moment of your life and kind of got you through whatever it was you were going through? I think a lot of them. And frankly, during the pandemic, I, I think since we were all isolated, listening to music, I think made things feel a little more um, more bearable. 
including a lot of yours. Actually. He doesn't have to be. No, I, I mean uh, that. Though, the so. the U2 group, but I'm very flattered <laughs> to be the U2 group. I have a, a, a tangent, but it's a theory. And if you go to house parties, and I've been to a few, the songs that people choose put on, you know, vinyl, whatever, it's just on the decks. They're always so revealing of what's going on in that person's life. They think it's completely tangential. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to put on Radiohead Staircase. And, but it's not. It's, it, it's, if you look into the song, it will have clues for you. And that could be like a disco song. That could be hardcore, uh, you know, ACDC's Highway to Hell. I can't believe, um, but, you know, I'm, I've just, I've just turned 60. Um, and I, I think, um, I think I've become an ACDC fan. <laughs> and um, I just, I, did, I saw them on the Grammys or something. And, they walked on and there was just something very authoritative about the way they just screamed that blues, that sort of highway to hell. And people, I used to think it was funny, you know, highway to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah get, you know, give me a ch whiskey chaser. Thanks. And, and then I started to go, Oh my God, you know, it's, this is folk music. It's a certain kind of person's folk music. It's blues for a certain kind of person. And, and it, it wasn't for me, but I started to understand the life force of rock and roll, you know. And even though, you know, we, we call this um, a music, a song like your song Save My Life, in, in our band, we call it a salad, meaning it's a wordplay on ballad. And, um, and we, we would say, oh, yeah, it's a salad, man, you know, it's like salad. It's like, um, you know, it's oil and vinegar dressing, no calories. But, you know, where's your, you know, where's the, where's the fight in you? And and so for, for us, for me to sing in U2 a song like that, I, I'm facing off against three mates, you know. <laughs> and if I don't believe every word I'm singing, they're like, out of here. And because... We're into right now, um, we're into sort of rock and roll. Strange thing to say in the middle of this hip hop, pop era, dance era. We love dance music, but there's something powerful about ACDC. I'm just um, sorry, what podcast is this? Um, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, love it. I haven't been out much. <laughs> this is great. Honestly, no, I, I know exactly what you mean, though. It's a Clay Calloway type of tune, if you think about it. You know, it's, if, if it's too high, actually. The thing about we found out with Clay Calloway is we had to turn, I still haven't found what I'm looking for, which is a tenor song for you two. And to make it baritone, we had to go country on it. So so it's so it authentic as a line, but how the hell? It's no more wildcat than that. Okay. <laughs> I remember that when we did the last song and you came to sing Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For, it just sounded, it's the only time I've ever recorded anyone and said that actually it sounds too good. Um, your voice, do you know what I mean? It was like, you know, I remember. you've been a recluse for 15 yeah. years. <laughs> it was too like, 
Yeah, I'm sorry. You've been over close to 15 years and not sung. You need to just rough it up a bit. Um, it's really weird to say that to someone like you who even wrote and sang the song. Do you mind like toning it down a bit? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I just went back. I was a recluse for another 15 years since. Yeah. How did you pick that song for that point in the music? I thought it was was a great choice. Oh, it was it was like the dream. Once I'd spoken to Bono about playing the part, immediately those songs were on my wish list. And I'd, I, I talked to you about it, Bono, about, you know, I'd love to use this. And, and again, this is where it was great to be able to share the process with you because... I could say, well, this is the song I'd like to do, but this is how I'd like to do it. Because you have to see the context for a lot of this stuff to understand why that will work. Just saying I'm going to put this song here or this song there doesn't, you know, it's not very reassuring. And also you need to understand why, because every song in the movie, even the silliest throwaway moment is really very specific and serving a purpose, especially when you get to the end of that, that final show. Every song is doing a lot of work character work you know the overall show the overall palette um and certainly because the heart and soul of the show is the clay calloway story you're sort of like that is the climax of the whole thing you really have to feel it and you and it has to be a song that can bring the entire audience there like ten thousand creatures to, to to sing along to sing him back and um i just couldn't imagine any other song the better than that it was just perfect Science fiction country. You wanted a kind of science fiction country song. Science fiction country, <laughs> gospel kind of song. And I, I said, look, Garth, you can have anything from the U2 catalog except anything from the 80s. So he chose <laughs> Where are the Streets of No Name. And I still have a family I'm looking for, both on the Joshua Tree album, 1987. Thanks very much for that. And um, <laughs> But I have to, as a singer, tell you, what um, thing it was to hear Scarlett sing these songs. Yeah. And Scarlett Johansson can really sing. And to take on something as tender as uh, Stuck in a Moment You Can't Get Out of, that was, that was a real moment. And, and, you know, the band, the YouTube band, they're all, you know, big fans of Scarlett and hung out and whatever. They think she's amazing. But, you know, she's going to sing one of our songs. There's a bit of that, you know. And all, yeah. <laughs> all, all, all of them are, are being really taken with that performance. She did it with, without any irony. Just, it's just she's a she's she's a bit of a magician herself. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm afraid we're out of time. Thank you so much for joining us, and we're going to end with your song, "Saved My Life." Thank you. Bless you both.
just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details